Joe, you lead a group in Des Moines called Joppa, and with winter underway, you're helping a lot of people who are living outside in the elements. Tell us what, what Joppa is doing. Well, in the wintertime, we have four uh, winter survival programs for people that are experiencing homelessness, and uh, one of the uh, uh, most important is winter heat. So we provide people uh, that are out there in tents or in shacks or in um, uh environments that are not meant for human habitation. And what we do here in Iowa, it's extremely cold, of course, as you know, and in the winters, and people can freeze to death, and they do uh, every year, uh, more so before we started this program. And so uh, what we do is try to keep people alive and warm and uh, provide them heaters and and, uh, make sure they have fuel to keep those heaters running. Are they pretty simple to operate and, of course, safety checked and all? They are, yeah. The ones we get are made, they're the very best ones made, made by Mr. Heater and their... indoor safe actually the only heater you can actually use inside of a house that's propane um and so they're very very safe and uh, we do teach people how to use them we uh, have certified installers that help install them and make sure people know how to use them but frankly they're extremely easy to use even without training and they're you know much more safe than a barbecue grill with an open flame so once the propane gets low you know is there a timetable where they can get a, a resupply of propane we, our team goes out every Saturday morning and makes sure that people have uh, plenty of uh, fuel to last the next week. So people will swap out tanks. Um, we try to make sure everybody has at least uh, not only the tank they're using, but a backup tank as well. And so that's how uh, people, if they happen to run out during the week, they can just switch tanks and they're, they're in good shape. On a, we- on a week when we have just you know below freezing temperatures, we'll be out multiple times during the week making sure people are safe and they've got, uh, got heat. For people who may not be aware too much of homelessness, especially, you know, perhaps in what's going on in your, your cold region here, how are people sleeping? I mean, are, are we talking about tents or makeshift cardboard shacks or what's out there? Yeah, you know, all of the above. Uh, tent, we do provide tents. And, and in fact, uh, we, if you can't get into a shelter, uh, we have we have a shelter stay limits here in Iowa, as they do in most cities across the country. And and um, if you're not able to get to in, into a shelter for whatever reason and you don't have any immediate prospects for housing, then we're going to make sure you get a temporary winter shelter package, which is a winter tent, so that you can – and we'll help you reinforce it and get it set up correctly. Then we'll get you the heater and the uh, the fuel, as we mentioned, and then uh, make sure you have a good pair of boots, too, because your feet are – if you're homeless, your feet are your, your most important asset. That's how you get to food, how you get to work, and, and it's your main mode of transportation. So we'll make sure you get a good pair of uh, winter boots as well, and those are – the four winter survival programs that we do here in Iowa. How many people are we talking about who are, who are being helped? We have, last I heard, we were over 175 heaters. That was about two weeks ago. We're probably, uh, you know, around 200 heaters, give or take, that are out in the field being operated right now by people that are unsheltered living outdoors. And I, we do know that there are additional people that are in hiding or are just not, uh, that we're just not aware of that are also living outdoors that were not yet serving. So I'm just going to tell you there's, you know, close to 300 people here in the Des Moines metro area that are unsheltered. Are, are there ways to, to find the people who are kind of hiding out or staying away from, you know, what, what's going on? Uh, obviously, you're worried about them. Oh, yeah. We, we do, and people will call and say, hey, I, I saw a tent over here, and we'll go check that out. So we have a lot of folks that are scouting for those kind of things, and we go to the common meal sites and, and look for folks. Um, the issue really here is is there are some folks that just don't want to be seen, and then they're afraid if you come to them that the city's going to find out where they are and then evict them. We have a lot of homeless evictions here where um, the city feels, you know, when they get a complaint, they feel it's necessary to come and, 
and um, and and have people move or or just destroy all their stuff, which is how it's enforced. So. For those who volunteer with Joppa, I imagine this can be a pretty rewarding thing. What, what do they, what do they experience when they go out to help somebody? You know, people are generally, um, you know, overwhelmed by the experience uh, to see people living in these conditions. I know when we started our when we started Joppa, our son was seven, and uh, it certainly impacted his life. It's it's a great thing for kids to see as well. It really lets you know how fortunate we are. But but. You know, you go out uh, helping people, and we certainly uh, do help them, and we meet immediate needs, you know, also food and a lot of other things we haven't had a chance to talk about, clothing, et cetera. But, um, you know, you really feel like you come back feeling like you got more out of it than you put into it. It's just so rewarding. And, Joe, as a, uh, a follower of Christ yourself, uh, what, what would you say is in your heart when you think about this project, how many people are being helped, uh, what the needs are, and so forth? What kind of, what kind of goes on in your, in your spirit? Well, it's about unconditional love, and um, you know we're all children of God, and <clears throat> and uh, people don't always feel that way. And uh, when you're um, experiencing homelessness, often you feel like a castaway or a leper. You feel really, you know, distant from society or from other people. And too many times we, you know, look away because we don't know what else to do, or we walk across the street. And I understand that, um, especially when people feel unsafe. But, you know, to acknowledge people, um, you know, just to say hi, to look them in the eye is sometimes the best thing we can do to lift them up. And, you know, I just think about how, uh, you know, sharing the unconditional love and, you know, not being judgmental, um, you know, it provides people with a, a, you know, renewed sense of hope. Where does the name Joppa come from? It's a biblical name. Um, You know, in the Old Testament, uh, it was it was an ancient seaport through which vital goods and supplies flowed, and we see Joppa as that. Um, it, it was a place of anonymity and uh, a place that you could go and just kind of hang out regardless of what tribe you were from, and, and you could be accepted. And um, our signature verse is Acts 9.36, and it says, In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. She was always doing good and helping the poor. So we see it as the first uh, recorded outreach in, in, um, in history. And clearly, you're you're very busy in the winter time. What what happens to the rest of the year? So we go out to camps uh, each week on Sundays, uh, 52 weeks a year, regardless of weather. All through the pandemic, etc. We're we're nearly near uh, 700 consecutive weeks now, as we've been doing this for just over 13 years. And um, and we provide uh, we meet immediate needs. We uh, help people get back into housing, um, and uh, and so we do that on Sundays. Our winter heat program that we just talked about is from, uh, you know, the end of November through early April, and it's on Saturday morning. So during the winter months, we get a chance to see everybody at least twice a week, and then all year long, we're out there every week, and we have staff that uh, serves people uh, in between uh, those uh, those outreach efforts. And we just opened a homeless resource center where people can come to us uh, during the weekdays. Are any of your volunteers former homeless individuals? They are. That's a great question. We have Almost everybody wants to give back, and um, we do have a, a number of volunteers, including two that come to mind that have been volunteering for over 10 years now, um, every single week um, that we helped get back you know, into housing back in uh, 2009 and 2010. And looking at your organization, I, I read about something called the Loft Cottage Project. Can you tell us what that is? Sure. It's modeled after the uh, tiny home villages that have popped up around the country, and so it's essentially a tiny home village, um, and we call our uh, our tiny home design a loft cottage because it's got a loft in it. And it's, it's architecturally designed, and it's real 
uh, light and airy and has a it has a full bathroom and a kitchenette and um, and so it's a it's a village. A village is a place people can go to gain a source of income and overcome their other barriers to housing, and then move on into uh, permanent housing in a six to twenty four month period. Um, at least that's how our village will operate. And so um, it's a transition or a hand up or a way out of homelessness. If people would like to know more about what you do at Joppa, perhaps come alongside to help. What's the best way to get information? You know, they could go to joppa.org and learn more, and we have contact forms there, or they could email us at info at joppa.org. All right, Joe, we sure appreciate you sharing your heart with us. Thank you so much, Richard. I appreciate the opportunity.